welcome to another episode of Premier League Patter with Thomas Hackett, Tom Ryan and Brett Maher. Welcome back to Premier League Patter with me, Tom Hackett, Tom Ryan, Brett Maher. We're yep. all back again. This is going to be a double bill because there are fixtures, there have actually been fixtures last night and tonight and there's fixtures tomorrow and Saturday Sunday and Monday <laughs> so it's pretty difficult to continue recording with the schedule so we have missed a few games but we'll bring us up to date with firstly though if you're new here uh, and you haven't subscribed yet smash the subscribe button would really appreciate it um, if you're returning then hello we did plan to have guests on this week but they have cancelled bottled it sad. bottled it completely Maybe on the... We'll see them next week. We will. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so you're going to have to make do with the three of us for now. Uh, there's plenty of talking points, though. Uh, should we just jump straight in? Yeah, fuck it. There's a lot to cover, so... Yeah, yeah let's go on it. Uh, I can't imagine there's anything to bring people up to date with in terms of our life. Nah, nah I mean, we're on lockdown, aren't we? I mean, yeah. there's only so many times you can tell people what you've watched on fucking Netflix. <laughs> yeah. How many like, times you've not won out? <laughs> we have we have got something planned as well for after we speak about this week's talking points. We've yeah. got, and I'd encourage us all to do this at home if you want to get involved. We are doing a current Premier League eleven, but the stipulations are they can't be from. You have to have a max of one player per team and per nationality. So you can't have two of the same nationality. You can't have two players from the same team yeah. and come up with your ultimate 11, start 11. We've all done one. We'll, we'll put it to you guys to decide which team you think is better on paper. Um, and we'd love to hear what your guys' teams are as well. If you just want to want to comment and tell us why, that'd be sick. Uh, should we just smash straight into it though? Talking yeah. points, 9-0, Man United, probably the, the, the first place to start for sure. Mm -hmm. Hasselhout and Beaton, Twice in a row, nine nil, a record. Uh, two seasons in a row. Two seasons in a row. Yeah, yeah. Not, not two games. Two, not last two games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Eight, Eighteen goals in two games. He definitely wouldn't have a job if he'd been beaten <laughs> nah, nine nil twice but in a row. Like. It's it's a strange one, Tom. Yeah. Can you? Obviously, the early sending off by yeah. the young teenager, I think, on his debut doesn't help. Mm -hmm. But Hasselhooten's done a good job, and Southampton have looked like a, a fairly good outfit this season. So, yeah. how did he go from? Compete nearly every game. I know they've lost Vestergaard and stuff, but mm -hmm. how do they go from that level to getting smashed 9-0? There could be more. Yeah, I mean, you, you have mentioned a big factor, though, the early sending off. Still 9, though. It, it, it seems... I think they've lost away these last few weeks. Mm. Danny Ings has came back, but it hasn't made the impact that they, that they wanted just yet. But, man, you were just ruthless, weren't they? It was a definite red card. I mean, it was a brutal challenge from yeah. the kid. I just watched it again there. Um, the thing is, it looks malicious, but I, I don't think it is. Yeah, but I just think maybe he's a bit overexcited. It's his debut, his old yeah, Trafford. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a red. I don't think he's. I don't think he's went to maim him. It's just a stupid challenge, you know. I mean, it, it's reckless. Uh, I do think it's a red though. Mm. Um, oh, I think you've got to give it. Just so it's high. just interesting to see how they react because last season they reacted really well to getting spanked off Leicester. And I thought they would, and they were in a much worse position yeah. then. So. It'll be interesting, but I, I hate to be that told you so, but I'd, I'd, I'd always thought they would peter off at some point anyway. Mm. But this, this is brutal. I don't know who they've, who've they got next, actually. Sorry, let's quickly have a little check. Uh, they have oh, Newcastle. Oh, well, the perfect game to bounce back with. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I ho hopefully they're reeling from it from a uh, Newcastle fan's point of view. But I'm not really sure. Hasselhutton has done a brilliant job this season, but that, it, that came out of the blue for me. Yeah. Um, and much needed, I'd say, as well for Man U to kick their sort of um, title challenge back on. Goal difference for sure. Nine yeah, nine yeah. goals added on. Um, was it? It's easy to just blame yourself, Hampton, but Man United were pretty awesome, weren't they, mate? Yeah, uh, took a chance as well. I felt sorry. You know, you go down to ten men uh, away from home. It's a hard enough task, but if you go against against Man United, United really put a message to yeah. City they had to you look at this Man United team you go back probably last season 
if this same scenario happens, you know, a team goes down to 10 men, United struggle to beat them. So this United team to be that ruthless and cutthroat, yeah. it, it sends a message to Did, City where they're, they're not like this yeah. team that's going to shy Didn't off. Didn't rest on the laurels, did they? Who was the... I forget the other centre-half, the one who got sent off. Ben, Rick. ben yeah, Rick, yeah, he had a mare as well, like, looking back on it. Well, uh, he had an absolute torrid time. Do you know what? At, like, watching the game, you compare it. I sat much the the first 9-0 when they got smashed off Leicester. Yeah. And I think they were, they were only down to 10 men on that one as well, because I know Ryan Burton got sent off that game. Yeah, he got sent off late bed, right, though, to be fair. Yeah, but even still, like... You see, they looked like the same team. Like obviously, the scoreline, you know, as daft yeah. as it sounds, they played like the exact same team that got smashed off. There wasn't Leicester. anyone who played good in the yeah. Southampton team. There wasn't anyone who. Well, judging by that Burn well. Rex performance, they probably would have been better off getting them sent off earlier. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. There's, there's teams that will get a play sent off and sort Part of even sort of it becomes harder to get passing. Yeah, 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 and that was a complete opposite. They all folded, completely dejected. So. It's really poor, poor performance from a team of players who, even with 10 men, should have done a lot more. What was good to see from our news point of view, though, was that because they could have sat back and had a bit of an easy day at the office, but they just went for the kill continually. Yeah. That's what they need. You've got to be ruthless. City or Liverpool would have done the same, you know, so it was good to see that yeah. from them. Well, that's, that's the whole thing where I'm glad United actually took the game to them because with how yeah. tight this league's been so far... I wouldn't be surprised if it came could, down could. a goal difference. Uh, yeah. Could, could yeah. you're completely right. Even for European places, mm-hmm. it could. Um, so, I mean, that's the, the obvious talking point. Uh, there's quite a few more, to be honest. Uh, I'm really sad to say this, because you know I love him, and apparently want to kiss his cock. But uh, Van Dijk <laughs> is out for the rest of the season. I'm not surprised he's out for the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much already... Where did that come because you did said I? that to me oh, right, when right. we were talking about last week. I didn't, I was drunk. Which, last I mean, week. I'm not going to confirm nor deny. Uh, drunk last I week. I mean, I'm, the thing is about this, yeah, you were, is of course he's out for the whole season because the tackle was horrendous. It's still, it's still funny to me how he wanted to play on. Hmm. Like, he literally was angry at being subbed, but he hasn't played and he won't play it for like almost a year. He, he no. would, uh, what? Just to say it. I did hear on the Spurs game on Sunday that this says potentially Van Dyke could be back for the last few games of the season, which I'm is a, which is a like weird the, one. He's built a different stuff, isn't he? So. But it's that kind of injury where some players can return quicker than others, mm. but it is a weird one, but I wouldn't be surprised if he... Well, they've, they've went out back. on the January transfer window. Obviously, there's transfers to bring us up to date with as well. Yeah. And they've got uh, two... Uh, replacement, well, not replacements for Van Dyke, no. <laughs> two definite like stop gaps. Yeah. But um, staying on Van Dyke, right? Um, we all know the impact he has had on Liverpool and how amazing a centre half he he'd become. Um, Man City look very very good at the back in it. It's it's down to the whole team, but Diaz is a massive part of that. Is he Man City's equivalent to Van Dyke at the minute? I wouldn't jump on it too quick. It's still his first season. I mean, look how many centre-halves we've seen uh, in the league over the last 10 years who have had a class first season and then just plummeted off. Mm. I'm trying to think, uh, prime example, Otamendi. Otamendi, yeah. Otamendi had, he had his debut against he was, us, didn't yeah. he? And he was absolutely mm. unbelievable. But I don't know. I think Diaz... Yeah. Diaz Otamendi's always been good at in the air, but Diaz just looks smarter. He looks built for it, I, doesn't he? I, I reckon you can get carried away a bit with it because of the the amount of clean sheets they've had. They've had 12 clean sheets. I think Diaz has played every game that they've had a clean sheet as far as I'm aware. So you can get carried away. So I, th- r- I right. think... Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think he does... They've got a leader now. That's what they've missed since company really yeah. at the back. John Stones is a good defender. Um, Nathan Ake is a good oh. defender. Laporte is a good defender. But now they seem to have somebody to marshal them. And... Yeah. Uh, whether he's good at Van Dyke's a bit of a mute point because he's got a good defence around him, but I do think he's been integral to their rise mm-hmm. over the last few weeks. It's not me to like try and be a dick with this whole thing, but would he still have the same effect if you put him in like West Ham's team? As, as weird as that sounds, um, you've got to remember this Man City team is full of you know world class no, players. So necessarily, yes, he has mm-hmm. done well. He's blended in. He's sorted them out, but realistically. He's already there was already a decent team there, so yeah. I think he's getting, yeah, but they he's were getting carried goals yeah. though, before he came in. They were conceding too many. But goals. they did also have a lot of injuries as and well. 
And you could say the, the same though if we're, if we're doing the comparison with Van Dijk, Liverpool were the same. Mm-hmm. They hadn't Absolutely. won anything at that point. Don't get us wrong, but they were they were a good side. Fucking Dijon, but they, but they were they were, were conceding too many goals. Yeah, yeah. They, they were scoring loads, but they were letting them in. Um, City's problem at the start of the season was the they weren't scoring, but they've started to address that with De Bruyne in a more attacking role. Although he's out now as well. Aguero may be back though this weekend. He's um, I've heard he's not going to be in the squad. The game. Um, he's back in training over the coronavirus, but I've heard he's not going to be in the squad for the Burnley game. Um, but the weekend coming. Uh, maybe yes, maybe maybe Obviously the big one. Oh, we'll Liverpool. Come on, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I think they've been brilliant. And like I say, that, that amount of clean sheets in itself is just, like, even for the full season, is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he just looks, like you say, leader, like he leads by example. He puts his head where people wouldn't put their, their foot. Tell you what surprised me, though, find out he was only 23. Because yeah. he plays like he's been doing this for years and years and years. Yeah, he, he uh, reminds me of Vidic in a lot of ways. And it's high mm-hmm. praise. Yeah. But just the way that I can imagine playing against him myself, and he, he's just so, he just wouldn't give you an inch. Mm-hmm. And he is, he is a leader. And John Stones isn't, although he's a great centre half. I think they're a good partnership. Yeah. If it continues like this, they've got a real chance of winning the league off the back of that. Well, when you look at it now, with Diaz coming in looking like he's our best centre half, early doors, yes, but he does. So far, he is the best centre half this season in terms yeah. of performances. Yeah. And then you've got three other good centre halves as well. <laughs> and you've got Cancelo, and you've got Walker. And you've got Fernandinho. And you've got Walker. He's still going to be playing centre half when he's four. Uh, yeah, the. They look brutal at the minute. They're on joint points with Man U, but they've got the two competition games for for the back four places. You got Zinchenko, you got Brian Mendy, Cancelo, Kyle Walker, you got yeah. Diaz, John Stones, Laporte. Nathan Aki, Laporte. Like, is there anyone? Uh, that young Garcia kid, Garcia, uh, who they really yeah. rate, but the key can't get anywhere near it. He's, he's turned around and said. Uh, He'd, he'd go and play Barcelona for free because like, he, he's not getting a game at City. He's like, mm-hmm. Barca, come get us. I'll play for now. Well, we've seen like, him in a couple of few weeks ago and he was fucking awful against he, uh, Cheltenham. Yeah. He's Cheltenham, so... He's only, he's only a young'un as well, though. He's, yeah. he's a young mm-hmm. kid, but yeah, that's that's insane competition. Um, and if Aguero comes back soon and then De Bruyne's only a couple of weeks away, they're yeah. already top of the league with two games in hand. Next, Their next two games are big. Couple of key transfer uh, sort of news updates to bring everyone. Lingard to West Ham. Um, do we think that's a good move? I don't know. I don't really. I, Lingard irritates the life out of us. He hasn't. I can't remember the last time he played football. I suppose he. You've seen him do though, good. Yeah, you've seen him do good things. He killed one in the World Cup, didn't he? A while ago. You fucking shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I don't really know. I, I don't think he's fit. He can't be fit, match fit. Nah, but I but mean, West Ham are on a good run. I suppose it doesn't hurt them as long as he doesn't upset the apple cart in the dressing room. But Charlie, hopefully, a, he, it shows for a li- hope- like a lovely lad. He's just he's been a nice lad, but he's maybe know. just not serious. Like maybe he, he doesn't he, seem he, serious to me. Yeah. No, nah, he's not. But I mean, not everyone. But this this maybe shows that maybe he is because actually he could have just still sat at Man U and not done anything. So maybe Jack Rodwell. We'll see if he uh, he has got the ability to write. So it's whether he bothers himself. He's got bags of ability, Lingard. It's a real shame. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I mean, look, not everyone's built to be a professional footballer. That's the thing. It's a difference having ability and doing it day in day out, being consistent, being serious with it, and focused. Some players just don't have that. But if he can get his shit together at West Ham, he's yeah. a contender, especially in this Man United team who seem to be going in the right direction. But uh, I guess it's a good... I'm glad to see him playing. And West Ham are doing well. David Moyes yeah. will give him plenty of chances. For me, at the minute, it seems it seems pointless. Cause I'd, but hope, hopefully he can get his shit together and, yeah. and try and play. Well, I know he'll be on a big wage. So it might seem pointless, but I know West Ham will be paying a substantial amount of that. I'm not, I'm not sure the ins and outs of the deals, but he'll be on a big wage at Man United and they'll have to cover a lot of it, maybe, uh, potentially. So It's um, a good deal for Man U. For everyone, yeah. yeah. I think they need that player as well. Um, yeah. That like sort of link between midfield and attack. It, it gives a chance for Antonio to be that like man going straight yeah, through the yeah. middle now because it means Lingard yeah, can't play on yeah. the wide he's, he's, too, he's, he's, he's sort of like Callum Wilson up there he's too segregated sometimes well that's, that's the thing fight. on the financial side of it it's probably not going to cost West Ham much realistically for the money they got for Haller so it kind of well, pays itself but yeah. the other thing is mate that, you know you know how well he was how well he played in uh, the last major tournament for England mm-hmm. 
if he can get that form for the rest of the season with West Ham, he's still got another 20 games nearly, or 19, mm-hmm. 18 games. When was the last thing he played for England, though? <laughs> he's yeah. played this season, but he hasn't played Has much, he? yeah. Yeah, that's struggle to remember him playing, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, jury's out for me. Like, but he's got, a... you know, he's, if he if he does have a good second half of the season, he could be in with contention uh, to yeah. be in the England squad, which be a remarkable... Uh, well, hopefully that's why he's went there. Hopefully he really believes he can, does. he can probably do does. that. Probably yeah. does. So, uh... Liverpool signed two centre-halves. They've signed, uh, they've signed not Ben Davies from Tottenham. Another Ben Davies from Preston gets his Hollywood move, as Jurgen Klopp uh, has, has, has spoken about. And then they've signed... Kabak. 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 Ozkan Kabak. Yeah. From uh, Schalke. Two centre-halves to plug mm. that gap. I mean, it's a punt, but I'm, I know that the, the sign plays pretty well, so... Can't imagine, but they've been coping anyway. But if you've seen the stat around the different centre back partnerships over, the, I think there's like eighteen different yeah, combinations centre half or some shit like that. So if they can get a consistent centre half in, Reese Williams hasn't looked bad in, in spells. Phillips as well. Phillips has done really well. Um, I think he's. I think he just wants true competition there, like actual centre halves challenging yeah. for the positions rather than dropping midfielders in there. Well, um, you miss too much from Fabinho and, and Henderson being at the centre half. Yeah, they're a different team with you them in midfield. Much. It's the work rate. If you get a centre half in, you put Henderson back in the middle, you maybe get the best out of Robertson yeah. and Alexander. Yeah, it's yeah, also yeah, the creativity, yeah, yeah. mate. Like it's yeah. uh, against West Ham. They've went into these two last fixtures, touching on Liverpool really quickly, uh, against Spurs and West Ham, and both away from home. And came away with maximum points. The first goal against West Ham comes from Henderson. The mm-hmm. long ball over the top. A great ball. But uh, is that West Ham or is that against Tottenham? What? I mean, the one my, po- my point was that <laughs> yeah. even from centre-half, Henderson was one of their most creative players from midfield. Mm-hmm. So they need him back in the centre of the park. Um, Odegaard has went to Arsenal. Um, pretty much like-for-like sort of competition for uh, Emil Smith-Rowe. Same sort of player, yeah. So, the competition for him, he'll do well to get in the team with how well he's playing, yeah. Um, it's an interesting one because I mean, fucking hell, he's but this this kid, he's, he's still only 22. I feel like he's been around forever because of that 16, wasn't it? When he got signed, signed for, for uh, yeah, he's playing for I think it was it Sarsborg, Sarsborg. I mean, to be signed at 16 and that presentation to be made for you was like fucking like the same Ronaldo is mental, but he's never hit the heights. So I I think that's a bit harsh saying he hasn't. It's true. He's not done fucking anything. It's the the thing though. He he signed for Real Madrid. Mm. Like it's it wasn't like if a team came not like Real Madrid at 16, you know that that could be the one chance you get to ever go there. Yeah. Realistically, yes, yes, yeah, but he hasn't done anything with his career. He's still pl- he's one of the youngest players. He's on the bench. He's been out on loan. Yeah. Well, the problem I think he's still in. I think you're right. It is harsh, but it's because of that signing that's put it on his head. Yeah. You know, like you sign for Real Madrid at that age, and they and the made a fuss about it. That was yeah. the thing. If they just signed him, like and not really said now, but they the made it public, like a proper fuss. So, so the whole football world's gone. This kid's gonna be. He's messy then. Yeah. He's like a new Messi. But he hasn't done enough for the ability, and I don't think the ability. But he, he's, he obviously, I, I haven't seen There's him, so I, I'm, I'm, interested, ability, I'm interested to see what he is all about at Arsenal because the Premier League as well is another animal again to to the, uh, the football well, he's been the playing. Other, the other thing is, from a business point of view, you sign a young wonder kid as he's fucking that, that whole marketing hyperbole for young mm. up and coming players, Scandinavian. And like you'll sell T-shirts alone just because he's because of who he is and he's a wonder kid. But his age, you compare him to Haaland, Jaden Sancho, and Mbappe. He's done like a tenth of what they have the in, kids, in less time, and they're, they're two years younger. The kids coming in on I know he played for Real Madrid, arguably the biggest team in the world. Don't get us wrong, but the biggest platform for your football is the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. So he's coming in. If he's full of hunger, then it's a good signing for Arsenal. He, mate, he'll have to do. He'll have to do lots in training. And show plenty in games to get exactly. a game because Emil Smith Rowe is being fucking yeah. amazing. He's so, been a so revelation. So, in terms of a signing, it's a good one for that fact because it does it keeps Smith Rowe going. Yeah. Um, and I'm just interested. I want to see this kid play because because of the hype. Yeah. From I mean, Same. you're talking. Are you talking that was six years ago? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's sixteen. He's arguably just going to be another Adnan Yanazai, isn't he? Well, maybe so. You know what I mean. That's what I'm interested. However, in he's grown a nice little beard. He looks quite. He looks quite grown up, and he's doing very well in Spain. He doesn't look like a little teenage boy anymore. He's actually got. Is he actually a man? Yeah. Who would have thought? You still haven't checked with Torres. You need to check with that. Oh, I've shit, seen Torres. Yeah, he's yeah. From Jack. We'll put a picture of Jack Torres up. 
he's looking pretty fucking good. Oh, off the football, lifting actual weights. He's tapped the stakes. Um, on the stakes, probably. Right, okay. Another... Um, We've had a few Willock, mighty Joe Willock. Let's Joe Willock, yeah, yeah, okay, Joe Willock. We'll we'll touch on him. We were watching the game yesterday, mate. Uh, Newcastle against Crystal Palace, mm. and we were speaking about the the, the the tactics and the formation and the, where the fullbacks are placed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But one thing you do not have is uh, a midfielder apart from Almiron. Is a, is a midfielder who will just get at people, yeah. just use actual pace, take people on, take risks. You haven't got enough of that in your squad. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go on a limb and say he might be one of the best January bits of business. Like, I uh, hope you're right. We need, window. we need energy in that middle of the park. I mean, Miggy is, you're right, but really you want to deploy him sort of close out of Wilson way and drag it on from there and fill in the pockets. I liked him um, as, a, as a false number nine yesterday. Yeah, yeah, like yeah definitely. In and around Wilson, playing off him. Definitely, that's where he is. So if you can have that link man between them, other than the, you know, the mm-hmm. static midfielders that we've got. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, I don't know much too much about Willick I've seen him here and there and what I've quite liked what I've seen the little bits that I've seen of him at Arsenal played against him in the cup actually made his debut against him as well Premier League nice. debut um, well he's obviously went out because of players coming in yeah, yeah. well that's players it they've like, Odegaard, like Odegaard yeah. so. so we'll see uh, other, we'll see the, what this kid's got the other big one mate who could be another great signing um, I'm not sure exactly where he's going to fit in but there's not much competition there Josh King mm. his, uh, is on loan at Everton um, I wouldn't say it's competition for Calvert-Lewin but apart from him they haven't got any real real I strikers I think it's got to be you it's know because nah. be he's going to be a wide man well why not yeah. really yeah uh, there was. I'm not sure what's happened with Bernard but I've seen a thing on I think it was deadline day that there was potentially five players who I thought were all big players at Everton uh, the same obviously Everton team at the minute when you look through the Everton teams over the last 10 years, they've always had a bit of pace. This Everton team seems to be one of the most slow. Better on the ball, better footballing team, but they're lacking that bit of pace, and that's why they're getting caught out. They've got Richarlison. Yeah. And they've got... He's, uh, he's, not, he's not blistering quick, though, pace, so yeah, I he's know what like, you mean. Not, I do know what not, you mean. He's not Josh King rapid, mate. I don't know, like... You remember Josh King and Callum Wilson when they were both at Bournemouth? And Ryan Fraser, that frame, mate, would torment people with a pace. Now, if mm. you've got someone like Josh King pulling defences apart... They've got Alex Iwobi and they've got Richarlison. There's plenty of players Yeah, there. but... Dinia is one of the quickest players in the league. He's injured just now, isn't yeah. he? Well, probably just a bit more of a direct threat. It's yeah, in, it's that's, in I think that's what they're Ball missing. carrier, maybe a bit of a ball carrier to get the pitch, the ball further well, up the pitch because yeah. just a ball carrier. Uh, it's, it's essentially, you just the lumpman at the Calvert-Lew and against Jews, mate, they were, they were very poor. Yeah. Ancelotti surprisingly came out and said, oh, I feel like my squad's complete. Um, he also said... We won't qualify for the Champions League, uh, but he's trying to manage the expectations he's dumbing, there. Dumbing down things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a class manager. Like, but, I, I know Everton will still be happy. They'll be disappointed how yeah. they played against Newcastle, but yeah. they'll, they'll still be happy, definitely. Right. Another I think top, it's a good sign. I think so as well, mate. I've yeah. always liked him. Um, I think Especially. he's the f- player Norwegian, the only I'd Norwegian to score a hat trick in the Premier League. Is he Norwegian? Is he Norwegian? I would he's imagine they. Uh, yes, he has. I think he's got the most hat tricks. I don't know. There'll be some stat around. That. I would imagine uh, they the beat a few teams to that signing as well. I can't imagine they were the only team in. But mate, from. he used to play up front with Callum Wilson, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Frazier. Why Frazier. hasn't Joe Frazier? Frazier. <laughs> Why hasn't he went out and got him? Because he's literally exactly sort of playing. I've need. got a feeling we were in. we probably put our interest in there and he's just got blown out the water. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would have loved to have him. I would have. I would have been be happy good. with that. Uh, right. Okay. One team that is in form. Has we're going to touch on whether we think they can actually do it. Four weeks back, Sheffield United were halfway through the season. Two they had points. two points on course to break all records for how poor a team's ever done in the league. In the last five games in the league, they've won three. They've picked up nine points. They're a point behind West Brom now. I think they're still ten points away Just from so seven. So. Just got to see a bit of City as well. One nil. They've turned the corner for sure. I'm going to ask you this a question. Can they stay up? If they can, does it go down as the biggest yeah. turnaround in Premier League yeah. history? If they can, it definitely does, yeah, without a doubt. Can they? Don't know, they're playing all right. They're playing very well. They're together, uh, they're a unit. You can see how much it meant, uh, the well, goals. I think, it, I think well, I honestly think uh, West Brom will finish bottom. 
It's mm. whether I, I think they can come out they can they can come off off of bottom place, but can they get a seventeenth? That's the yeah. rare minute. I don't know. Fulham, I think I do think as as much as I've liked some of the football they've played, especially recently, I do think they'll get found out again, and I think they'll be down. So it's whether they can catch Brighton for it's, me. I think that's the thing, mate. I think they have got enough to do it. It's whether or not the other teams around them also pull Look, themselves Newcastle, up a little bit. Newcastle, Westerlin, Newcastle, Brighton. Fulham, West Brom. Burnley sort of are, but well, I think they'll pull away. Yeah. Um, so that's the, that's it. You've got five teams, I reckon, who are going to be down yeah. there fighting it out. Whether So if, if, if Brighton and Newcastle can't pick up points, they might have a shout, but I don't know. I don't know if they've just left it too lately. Well, that was a, uh, the thing before they won their first game against Hughes. Mm-hmm. They were the first, I think, for, if they hadn't beat Hughes... They they were basically every game after New Year they were setting a new record each fixture for yeah. longest without a win without yeah. a win. Yeah. So realistically, I've I writ them off. I've yeah. I've done it. I was thinking the football wasn't good. They weren't scoring goals, but now the scoring goals they seem to have that real bite between their teeth again yeah. uh, compared to when they first came back into the Premier League and they were playing solid football mm-hmm. and they haven't conceded loads of goals, but now they've started but, to score. They've given themselves a chance. But that was the thing. Like the football wasn't necessarily the best. There was like they were grabbing a goal and then they were trying to sit on it. They done it against Chelsea when they got B three one. They scored early, sat everyone behind the ball. But now I think Wilder's doing. Look, why are we going to go down? So why go down and be the beaten boys of the league? Why not just fucking go out and attack teams? And that I think that's what they've done. They've went to the Etihad. had. They've been beat one nil off. You know, Man City team. Fair enough. City's kept a clean sheet. But at the start of the season, City walked them five six nil purely on how they were. But Maybe, now, yeah. because they're, they're playing better... I don't know, though, mate, because they haven't been scalped this season, really. I think the Chelsea game you were referencing, I think it was 4-1, maybe, off the top of my head, 11-3, but they, they've been in nearly every game, but they've been getting beat 1-0, 2-0. They just haven't been putting any goals up themselves uh, until recently. So, what we're, what we're saying, then, can they stay up? It, I mean, obviously, you're probably no. going to be ahead. I'm you're going to say, say no. no. Yeah. Oh. Off current form, yes, but now nah, the gap's a bit much for them, like... But then again, but then proved me wrong yeah. again so far. The way this I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say yes. You don't have to be sorry, Terry. As long as as long as they don't do it at Newcastle's expense, I'm happy for them to do it. Honestly, what well, best of luck to them. But um, mm. I don't know. I'm saying I'm saying it might just be too late. Well, they've got Chelsea at home next. They've still, well, so they've got they've got 18 games. Got plenty of time. Fair. Plenty of time. Yeah. We've had some questions sent in, so um, I'm going to read some out. There's one that I'd really love us to touch on quickly. Uh, Scotty from a old uh, football manager his message saying is the West Brom squad that poor that Big Sam won't save them yes I, I think so as well I do um, he yeah. may, he's, I know he's got that record of never being relegated from the Premier League I've got a feeling because of last night I think it's swayed a lot more towards do them right, going do down do you right, quit just beforehand yeah, so he never has before. to have that record <laughs> I, I, I think I, I don't I was annoyed the way the Trep uh, Billic anyway and sacked him. I don't think that he's got the players to play the way he wants to mm, keep them up, yeah. to do the football he, he would would require. Well, mate, the, the, the last two fixtures they've had, they've had Fulham and Sheffield, literally direct opponents for the relegation scrap, pick up a single point. Mm. If they pick up five more, mate, they'd be out the bottom three nearly. They'd be a point away. So Masters it, of their own downfall. Yeah. Uh, like Tom said, Allardyce hasn't got them playing the way he'd like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, I'm quite surprised at how bad defensively they are for a Sam Allardyce team. Yeah. yeah, Going forward, they're not so bad, but I'm when I think about it, I'm surprised they even came up. Mm-hmm. Because... It, like, they were good last season, though. They were, but... And they had, they're not, not playing them much anymore, but they had Charlie Austin, who was fantastic last season. Don't really get, didn't really get loaned, a look at loaned them back out. Well, that's it. Them, uh, the, players, the players who brought them up, not even really in the uh, team. I know Grady Day and Garner's still out. Uh, it's a weird one. I, I don't think that team's anywhere. Do we all think they're going down because I do. I, th- I think, think I think they're in the bottom. Yeah. I think if they were still in the championship, that they'd, they'd be struggling. What's up? So we've decided this week's player of the week for multiple reasons. We've all decided that Callum Wilson wins Player of the Week. Um, Big, beautiful caramel latte. Quite simply, he was unbelievable against Everton. I just, mate, I just took him out my fantasy team. I'd have him for four weeks. 
and he puts in a performance like that. Like yeah, he, he literally talked about dragging a team through a win. Like he was he was amazing up there. He was quality, yeah, absolutely quality. Um, first, shout out, shout goal. out to Miggy and Mankio playing well as well. But Callum Wilson, he could have had five. Yeah, uh, post as well. He was, he was first goal, mate. It's just the header was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. I uh, from because he had to generate a lot of his own power into yeah. that as well, which people didn't really say. And he, from one post to the other. Yeah, he was quality and he just kept going because he had a, yeah. Yeah, he did miss a couple of gilt edge chances, to be fair. There was one where the Hit ball the came across from Fraser that he put wide. Yeah. And I thought, it's at that moment where you go, shit, is this going to be our day? Ten minutes later, he gets that header. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely deserve one. Well done, Callum Wilson. That was a little stroke of genius from Steve Bruce, the way that he's played, but he's had energy, he's had, like, purpose. And then yesterday, you, you want to build on the at home to Crystal Palace, mm. who were there to be taken, weren't very good either. Yeah, it was disappointing. Failed, failed to do that, which is disappointing as well, mate. Yeah. Uh, but I think we all agree, Carl Wilson yeah. is a worthy winner. In terms of goal of the week, Mo Salah's uh, his second goal, his first one, he's done that a hundred times, so it's not even it's a great mm. goal in itself. But the way that West Ham, how they've attacked corners. You're sort of expecting a chance, at least, from a West Ham corner. Breaks away. Trent Alexander-Arnold, little just pure arrowed pass. Ball from Shaqiri, touch, finish. Just one of the best counter-attacking goals I've seen. I, I counted it. Was it seven touches? From, yeah. From, from, the from uh, them touching the, bo- uh, the ball in their box up yeah. to Salah scoring. Seven touches. Uh, unbelievable. It was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant goal. Takes it down then, just was it, There was a couple of good goals, but, but that one... Yeah, that, one, that one takes it for sure. And uh, the bull hitting form again there, so exactly. It's interesting times. So should we get through our predictions for the upcoming games? Yeah, we're gonna have to, you know, because there's fucking shitloads. Of- <laughs> okay, we'll get through these as quick as. We've already missed the first four games, so there was Sheffield United against West Brom, Man United at Southampton, Crystal Palace uh, away to Newcastle, Wolves and also. there was Wolves. Uh, away to Arsenal home to Arsenal home to Arsenal uh, so those are the games we've sort of missed and haven't had any predictions for but we'll take uh, take it from there um, tonight we've got Burnley a turf mirror against Man City I've put 4-0 to City yeah I thought, <laughs> I, I thought so I've won 3-0 City 3-1 City 3-1 City all in favour of City then um, the other 6 o'clock kickoff is Fulham at home to Leicester I've actually went 2-1 Fulham I think Leicester were poor against Leeds. I think they know they were. The prob- Brendan Rodgers will demand that they, they play a better here, but they still miss Vardy. Uh, and I think Fulham are starting to believe a little bit in that the Scott Parker's got them really playing uh, playing a lot better, but they're just marking a lot harder, taking a lot more serious, making less mistakes, which has been their downfall. So I went 2-1, Fulham. I went the other way around. Yeah. Two one to Leicester. They need a response. Which is funny because you went three one Leicester last week, and Leeds and they got three. beat three one. Yeah. yeah, but um, I agree with what you said about Fulham, though. Uh, I do. Um, we'll see how the effect of not having Vardy if that continues to threaten Leicester. Yeah. I'm worried that it might, but I've I've went for them to Edgy. get back on the track this one. I've went two one Leicester. Like you say, they need a bounce back, but I still think they do have a bit too much for Fulham. Potentially, mm-hmm. yeah. Be a good game though. Uh, 7.30 kickoff at Ellen Road. Leeds at home to Everton. I've went 3 2 Everton. I think it'll be a high scoring game. And will Josh King feature? I'm not sure. Mm. Dominic Calvert Lewis is due a goal, but Leeds <laughs> have shut up shop at the back a little bit recently. Uh, not being as foolish and uh, yeah. as they have been earlier. They were this good season. defensively against Leicester. They were very good. Uh, but I, I think it'll be a high scoring game. I hope it will anyway, but I've edge it towards Everton 3-2 what about you what you've got I've went 1-1 I've went for a draw as well 2-2 nice 8-15 kick off uh, Aston Villa at home to West Ham battle with Claret again why do these keep playing they played like 8 times in the last month Uh, what the fuck Uh, I went 2-1 Villa Um, West Ham are in good form they weren't even bad against Liverpool but they were suspect a little bit defensively uh, a little bit naive I knew I know Liverpool were good, but Aston Villa will be wanting to build on last week's win, so I went two one. One nil Villa for me, tight game. I was finding it hard to pick it, um, even though I don't think there is such a thing as home advantage. I was like I couldn't. I was trying to pick a reason 
Jack Grealish, actually, there's my yeah. reason. I reckon they'll win it. Two good teams, uh, but I say being 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two. fair enough. You have 8-15, kick-off is at Anfield. Liverpool at home to Brighton. I've went 3-0. Um, I know Klopp's going to be Wall wanting up. a clean sheet. <laughs> 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 we'll oh, oh, nice. I think Klopp will be wanting to keep a clean sheet um, <coughs> yeah. and build on the last two really, really important wins. Get themselves right back in with a chance. The win here, they've got a real chance of going top of the table in the fixture on Sunday against uh, against City. City. So I think it's massively important. I'm not sure if the new fi- uh, signings will come into play, but I, I see them having far too much for Brighton. Um, and get back to winning ways at home. Yeah, uh, 3-0. Klopp's already said, sorry, I'll just quickly say that they're going to need a little time to settle in for yeah. a whirlwind transfer deadline day, so I wouldn't expect to see either of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So, I've not really... Well, 3-0, yeah. yeah, 3-0. Yeah. Uh, the other um, North London derby, Tottenham at home to Chelsea. Uh, is it North London derby? Chelsea? No, it's Central London. London and North London. Well, London. London derby. The Cockney derby. Tottenham. I went two one Tottenham. Um, Mourinho back uh, against his old team. I think you want to get the win over the new manager um, for Chelsea, and I think you'll. I think you'll do so. I think even though they miss Harry Kane, they'll adapt and win two one. They need a win. I did watch the game against Brighton. Uh, Brighton should have won four five nil. They look close without him, but again, I've backed Spurs two one. Yeah. Uh, it's a game that they'll bounce back under Mourinho and I think Mourinho will want the bragging rights over his former team I agree yep there is that factor here which I'd actually forgot but I don't know I feel like uh, I feel like Mourinho is losing a bit of patience with his own players at the minute like the wheels are coming off a little bit Tuchel still settling in at Chelsea but so far winning a draw I'm going to go Chelsea 2-1 2-1 fair enough uh, well that's the rest of the midweek games capped it is a double bill, so stay right where you are because there's lots of games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, starting off, Aston Villa at home to Arsenal. I've went three one Aston Villa. Uh, that's the twelve thirty kickoff. Um, one one. One one. Both. I went two uh, one to Aston Villa. Fair enough. Four one. Um, and then we've got another game of Turf Moor, Burnley at home to Brighton at three o'clock. I've went two one Burnley, um, especially at home. I think that I know what you're saying about the lack of fans, but mm. they know that pitch and they seem to get the most just, out of their players. It just there. puts you off turning up at Burnley. It's it, so. stadium, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, sorry, um, one nil Burnley. I've went three one Burnley, but can I just say you gave me jip about six seven episodes ago for saying about there's no such thing as ho- like home advantage. You give us jip for that, and then you've just used it. But it's okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> true. I, I mean, I, I mean in the way that Burnley. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, that. It's like the pitch. You get used to playing on a pitch. Yeah. That was my main thing. It's like behind fucking it. tatty field, isn't mm-hmm. it? As well, it's a shit. There pitch. should be some sort of home advantage for the players in a way. I know what you mean, but there's no crowd advantage anymore. Yeah, true. Uh, okay, the other three o'clock kickoff <laughs> is at the Sports Direct Arena, uh, Newcastle at home to Southampton. I went one nil Newcastle. Uh, <laughs> I've backed Newcastle to win. Um, don't know why, but I think they will. <laughs> uh, what do you guys went with? <sighs> well, I can see Brett's already. Uh, I went 2-1 Newcastle because, well, fucking hell. I bet on them every week, don't I? So, 2-1, hopefully. Hopefully Southampton are still reeling. Um, they're going to want to fight back, man, but I really hope they're still hurting and we can beat them. Two. What are you? I've went 4-0 Southampton just purely because... <laughs> Newcastle's inconsistent, Southampton could bounce back, but then again, they could be just as equally as shit as the overnight. So yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad, hopefully. But I don't uh, know, it's happened twice in two years, so true. they are suspect. Go 9-0, Newcastle. Uh, the other game is uh, 5.30 kick-off on Saturday. Fulham at home, Craven Cottage to West Ham. I think it'll be a boring game, and I'm we- I went with a 0-0 draw. Um, I'm complete opposite. Uh, Fulham, 2-0. I can see it being very attacking. Fulham uh, watched the game against West Brom on last Saturday, mm. and they do look very good going forward. It's just defensively the suspect from set yeah. pieces, though. That's why I was reluctantly going to put nil nil because they'll they'll do well to stave off their uh, set piece attacks. Mm. West Ham, but uh, I went went nil nil. What do you went, Tom? One nil West Ham. Lingard solo run. 
Nice. Uh, drilled in at the top corner. Call straight back <laughs> to the England team for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Straight on Instagram. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the 8 o'clock kickoff at yeah. Old Trafford is Man United versus Everton. I've went 3-1 United. I think they'll build on the last team. Everyone again, eh? Fucking hell. Copying again, eh? Yeah. I think they've just, uh, like I say, they've, they've scored the most goals in the league, which is a bit of a fucked up stat because obviously it's from last night, largely. When you score nine goals, you give yourself uh, a good shout. Um, so, But I think they are looking good up front. I think more than just Bruno Fernandes, other players seem to be seem to be, seem to be stepping up mm-hmm. and Everton are going through a little dodgy patch. Mm-hmm. So I went 3-1. What about you guys, Brett? Both went all, all, three, one, all three, one. three of us went 3-1. We're good. Just be a tasty one. It's always a good fixture to watch this at Old Trafford. Yeah. It has thrown up a few surprises over the year. So. True, true. Um, yeah, well, the 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday is at the London Stadium. Uh, is that West Ham's? What's West Ham's? Yeah, Lon- uh, mm. London Stadium's. It's uh, Spurs' is the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, so it's not there uh, at all. It'd be a bit weird if Tottenham and West Brom were playing <laughs> yeah. West Ham's ground. <laughs> yeah, it's at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium um, <laughs> against West Brom. I went 1-1. Don't know why again, but I've just I've went two 0 Tottenham. I think yeah, th- I'm not holding much hope for West Brom. Fair enough. Five 0 Tottenham. Fucking hell. Spanking. Human song to get Hatrick. Fair play. Uh, two o'clock kickoff on Sunday is at Molyneux. Wolves at home at Leicester. I've went two 0 Leicester. Yeah, Way I same here. <laughs> no, that is fucked up. I went two nil as well. That's ridiculous. It's like five. Three games years. now. Three. We don't even. We're like miles away from each other. Yeah, yeah. We're done. Well. We're, we're done cross reference or anything. I do mind when I'm in the bog. <laughs> yes. uh, the four thirty kickoff. This is, is the game. At Anfield, the biggest game of all these fixtures, arguably uh, no. at the top of the league. Uh, well, it is. It's not um, Fulham West Ham. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool yeah, at home to Man City. Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola. Two great teams. The battle for the top, really. Um, loads of momentum for the second half push. I've went 2 in Liverpool. I've went. Oh, Brett's making a last-minute change. Aye, because I'm going to be watching it. And with the way every big game that I've watched this season finishes nil-nil. But So I, I did put 2-2, two, two, but nil-nil. Because they'll just cancel each other out. They know whichever team... If Liverpool get beat this fixture, Liverpool then have a bit of a... But it More is on Liverpool though to win yeah. because City are points ahead and they've got games in. <coughs> they've yeah, got it, games in uh, in hand. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, but I've, I'm putting nil nil because I'll be watching it. So I'm a curse on big games. Cheers, mate. Why don't you just turn it off? I feel like Roy Keane in that in, in the, when he's the press um, conference. Where he's like, why don't you just turn it off? Well, Hello, that's, that's no, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, two nil, nil nil. What do you want with? Um, I would say we were going to actually talk about that point about the big six games where they've been no, no, the just, just cr- yeah. crap this season in a season that's been so like threw up so many surprises they've been terrible yeah. but I do think this one will be different and I'm going to go 3-2 Man City that'll be a good game if it does uh, end up like that um, fair enough the 7-15 kickoff on Sunday night Sheffield United at home <coughs> to Chelsea I've won 3-1 Chelsea um, fuck off you don't no, see you good. Well, you well. I just think yeah. they'll have too much. Thomas Tuchel, 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 whatever he's called, and um, we'll have them going a little bit by then, playing his own way and invested in his style of play. What have you went three one? Three one Chelsea. Uh, be another blip in Sheffield United's revival bid, but they'll, they'll they'll take this one and then they'll beat the teams around them. Fair enough. Really? Yeah, I've went two 0 Chelsea. I think they'll be fairly comfortable. I think getting hit in that stride by then. Nice. Mm-hmm. The last game, 8 o'clock kickoff, Leeds United at home to Crystal Palace. I wanted to put Leeds, but still, they're just a bit too much, they're plagued with too much folly throughout their team, they're too much naivety. And Crystal Palace on the day can be really, really dangerous. They were shit against you and got a win. They'll want to build on that, so I went 3 1 Palace. I went 2 2. 2 2. I reckon Leeds will pip this one, actually, because I, I think. Uh, yeah, I, th- I didn't think Palace were particularly good against us, but they they got the win. Yeah, um, they had like a twenty minute spell where they were decent. They got the two goals. Yeah, uh, Leeds though, if they can continue the form that like they played against Leicester, I think they'd trouble most teams. So yeah, I'm going to go for Leeds to win two one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's everything caught up with. Uh, we've got all the fixtures uh, signed off. 
and all our predictions. We've got two things to finish on, though. We've got our 11 that I've been asking you to put together yourself of you can't have two of the same nationality, you can't have two players from the same team. And then we've got a little quick fire that Brett's made for us, so we'll get through it. Brett, do you want to get... Because I think in order of... We've all discussed our teams. We haven't changed them since we put them down. I think we we'll agree yours is the worst. Piss off. Inverted commas. Right, so I'm going to start... Mine and Tom's is, you know, neck and neck. But if you can go through yours, mate. Mendy and Goal from Chelsea. He's French. Okay. Serge Aurier from Spurs at right back. Ivory Tell Coast. us what formation you're going with first. Four, one, two, two, one. Four, five, one. Wouldn't you say that? Well, it can be weird. It's how you want to interpret it. You could just, it. yeah. <laughs> It's 4-5-1, people. Serge Aurier, right back, uh, Ivory Coast. Uh, Craig Dawson from West Ham, English. Van Dijk, Liverpool, Dutch. Kieran Tierney, Scottish, left back. Jan Moutinho, hold the midfield, Wolves, Portuguese. Kevin De Bruyne. You don't need to say the, okay, the then. teams. Kevin De Bruyne, Luka Mihojevic, Richarlison on the left, McAllister on the right. He's not Scottish, he's Argentinian. Yeah. And Chris Wood up front, New Zealand. Boy. Wow. I mean, what was Richarlison's looking up? He's like McAllister and Chris Wood. Matt McAllister's going to be playing for Barcelona in the next three. Yeah, bet you. Is he good? Is he? He'll be at Barcelona in the next three. What are you? What about you, Tom? What you got with? So uh, (coughs) he's also rate Brett's team. That's his team. It'll be on the screen now. Um, Okay. He has my lineup. Obviously, yeah, they're all different nationalities, different teams. In goal, Martinez Mm -hmm. from Villa, Coleman from Everton, right back. Johnny Evans. What formation went with me? I've went sorry, I've went four three three. Nice. Johnny Evans at Leicester. Thiago Silva at Chelsea. And then old, Ben Davies. Old old slow centre halves like yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but age of 40. solid though. Solid. Eight. They don't need yeah, they don't need pace because they read where the ball is, them yeah. too. So don't worry True. about that. They're gonna be alright. Ben Davies, a left back. Midfield. Is that from Preston? <coughs> from Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, no, no, that's from uh, Tottenham, Welsh. Yeah. <coughs> Midfield, pretty solid. I've got Suchek, West Ham, De Bruyne, Man City, Fernandez, Man U, with Aubameyang, Wilson, and Salah up front. Good team. That's decent. It's a better team than, sorry, Chris Wood and fucking McAllister. What have you got against Chris Wood? He's just big, big He's nosed. class. Piece of shit. He's man United uh, quality. My team oh, is definitely better than Brett, and I would say it's better than yours. So, I've got, it starts off poor, but bear with me. It does start <coughs> off really poor. Uh, I've got Fabianski in goal. He's Polish. Um, I went for a 4-3-3. Mm-hmm. Right back, I've got Rhys James from Chelsea. I've got Vestergaard and Van Dijk, centre-half. Nice. I've got Lucas Digne, left-back. I've got Holden, mid, mm-hmm. sort of screen. Rob Holden. <laughs> sort of, no, sort of screen. Wilfred and Didi. Yeah. I've got Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes in front of him. And then my front three is, I went for Hyunmin Son on the left. Aubameyang on the right slightly and Raul Jimenez up front. It's not bad. You just tell us what you think. Whose team wins? What would your team be? Um, and, and get involved. We want to see what your teams would be. It's a pretty fun little thing to do. It's tough because when you're yeah, doing it, you, there's too many times where you're like, oh, fuck, he's French or he yeah. plays for City. So you got to sacrifice. <coughs> but uh, nice little one there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right, Brett, you've got a quick fire. Uh, <coughs> and then we're ready Off to the top of your head. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, like you can't do, um, well, I don't know. You just need first player that comes yeah. here. Okay, he's got to get on the way. Is it as gay as mine and Tom's? A little bit, but okay, it's not okay. as gay. Okay. <laughs> Which player smells an ISIS? Oh, sorry, one sec. One sec. Can we get the music going, the quiz music that we okay. do? I know this answer. Feels the vibe. Van Dyke, because uh, Tridini. What was actually, it? I didn't get the question. Which player smells the nicest? Um, Tridini famously yeah, had I'm that quote. He's like, he's big, he's strong, he fucking he, he hits you dead hard, and plus he smells lush because he puts Vic Vaker all over his chest. Yeah. Van Dyke. Best at FIFA? Oh, Lingard. Because he doesn't play football, so. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do something in his spare yeah. time. I'm going to say Rashford. Friendliest player? Oh, fuck. Um, um, ooh, friendly, friendly. Cesar Aspilicueta. Do you he's reckon? Like, he's no, like, he's reckon a pure he, dad. Yeah, he is, but I reckon he'd be a little bit cuntish with you. Um, friendliest player? Sorry, I know it's meant to be quick. I really want to think of this, though. Uh. Any name, 10 cents, Mr. Marsh. I'd oh, fucking ask for the I can't think of anyone either. I can't think. This is where it gets a bit gay for you. Best, best looking manager. Best looking manager. Mikel Arteta. He's like 28. Uh, 
I would say Carlo Ancelotti, but because he's aged well and he was beautiful as a player. Actually, I'm going to say Carlo Ancelotti. He was a good-looking Italian kid in the fucking 80s okay. and 80s. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go for Little Arteta. Worst player in the league? Worst player in the league. Uh, Craig Dawson, your centre-half. He's 84. <laughs> uh, Went I to school know. with Tom Moore. What? RIP. West Brom. West Brom. West Brom's players. <laughs> so, so All of them. That's brutal. All of them. This will be one that will get Tom Red. Hey. Longest in the Burnley shower. You mean cock? Or like who? Well, you know, I was trying to keep it a bit PG. Okay, yeah. Fuck yeah. me. <laughs> okay, Do you yeah. mean he's cock? <laughs> uh, Who's got the biggest cock at Burnley? Sean Dyke. Uh, I'm going to say... I think Ben Mee will be tiny. I think Tarkowski. Or Phil Bardsley. Phil Bardsley. Phil Bardsley. His cock's got to be big after he knocked Rooney out. Yeah. I'll say Phil Bardsley. I think that's why he's so angry all the time, because it's not. Yeah, true. Um, I'll go... Sean Dyche. I reckon he's... A big Burnley cock. I reckon it's a wallopper. Question number seven. Scruffiest player in the league. He might be a professional footballer, but he's, yeah, a, proper, but he's a proper man. A uh, Matty Longstaff. He's got fucking blonde eyelashes. Everywhere. Well, he's yeah. gross to look at. Uh, Pick, John Pickford. Fuck off. Yeah, he's Actually, he, he did drink in like one of the most yeah. run-down yeah, true. He still uh, ties his pants into the bottom of his socks. And Matty Longstaff. Okay. Is well, don't use to again. Matty Longstaff right. is... Fuck me. Is in Newcastle. Down it's the fuck... What's that little strip called? Fucking the, the rough part of Newcastle, West End. No man, the fucking nightclubs. The nightclubs there. It's got like oh, the big market. The big market. Yeah. Matty Longstaff is in the big market after three blue WKDs hitting the fucking punch bag, thinking he's hard. He's horrible. I hate him. Okay. Sorry, I, play, I had to get that. Which player straight away <laughs> doesn't shower after the game? Matty Longstaff, straight to powerhouse. <laughs> um, I don't know. One of the Dutch ones. Well, the birds goal got hair uh, It's Dutch. That yeah. was. I don't. I can't imagine being too arsed. Worst tackler. That kid from fucking Southampton. Yeah, that was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, John Joe Shelby. Uh, or Hendrik, because I don't know if he's ever made one. <laughs> yeah. Last one. Nicest hair. Uh, nicest, nicest hair. I reckon it's a throw between Van Dyke and Andy Carroll myself. That's the longest hair. I said nicest. Yeah. Uh, Shelby again. Alopecia boy. <laughs> Alopecia boy. Nicest hair. It's weird. Why would it take so long to think of it? This. Um, Cavani. Pogba. Yeah. He's got like little. Oh, that's not nice. It's Ridiculous! He's like, you wouldn't. He's like, uh, he's like twelve years old. Yeah. Cavani with his luscious locks. Can you shave a leaf in here and make sure. us look stylish? Actually, no. Mika Richards. I know he's a pundit, but he, he his hairline's the best hairline you've ever seen. It starts like here. It's like Ron Seal. It's fucking amazing. Who would just cut his head off? Mika Richards' hairline. Is, <laughs> he's got why, a why strong you, hairline. Why would you want that though? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways. Well, that's fast this that week's fun, episode. Yeah. We will be back with you next week um, after the Liverpool Man City game. Um, yeah. Please like and subscribe. Share this. Pass it on to all your, all your friends. Also, get involved with the Premier League Patter Facebook group. Uh, we'll put a link in the description. Um, and also join our fantasy football team. Uh, the link will be in the description for that. Uh, I'm just trying to take as long as I can because I know Brett needs a shit. I need a uh, shit and I'm going to be late for work, so yeah. stop being a knob. See you later. Yeah. See you. Bye. Bye now.